What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 50 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison. Let me wipe the cobwebs off this mic real quick and give a little recap of the past year. Though it's been a few months since I've recorded my last episode, I've had my eyes on the listens of each episode and they're still getting a good amount of views or listens rather, uh, which is definitely nice to see. I've definitely been more active on more wrestling social media pages, such as Facebook and Twitter than this podcast, but let's rewind. January 4th, 2021, a year ago from today, I opened up with what may be a similar episode to the second half of this episode, which was a brief mid-season recap. Now, the wheel started rolling in January, having three college coaches and two RTC wrestlers, one who went on to become a 2021 world team member in Nick Wazdowski. When you do everything that you, you are told to do, and you give it everything you got and things don't fall your way. That teaches you a lot in life. And um, especially when you can say, like, yeah, no, there's, there's actually nothing I regret about it. Like I did everything I could. Um, and it, it wasn't my day. February was a bigger month with plenty of college recap and preview episodes with Zach, as well as bringing on high school studs and Carter Bear. Uh, consistently work hard every day. And especially if you're in high school, because if you're in high school, that's one of that's one of the things that you can control and you you'll always be able to control that is consistently work hard every day because in our practice room and I'm sure in every practice room we've seen a kid tell himself that I'm gonna change I'm gonna change stuff, I'm gonna work hard. And they'll go and they'll do it for like three days, maybe even a week, maybe even two weeks, but then they'll have a day or two where where they're gonna be uh dragging and it's not gonna be a good practice. And you can't have those days. You just gotta you gotta show up and you gotta consistently push yourself and you can't be afraid to get tired and you just got to go hard every day. Tyler Ferreira. I knew that I just had to be ready to wrestle no matter what, no matter what was going on around me. I just had to stay in my head and know I, no matter what, if I had to wrestle, I knew I could and go back out there and just be ready for anything. And Avery Leonard. While a big thing for me has been joining a wrestling club. Like if you are happy with being on your team for three months out of the year, and do you enjoy that? Like, I'd say, enjoy that. Like, let yourself enjoy wrestling. You don't need to push yourself if you're not ready for that. But if you do want to be, if you want to improve yourself in wrestling a lot, joining a wrestling club or starting a wrestling club like my dad did, basically, that is like a game changer. And it will introduce you to opportunities in the sport that you didn't know about, introduce you to a level of wrestling that you didn't know about. Uh, like a feeling of community and family behind you. As well as five-time New York State champ and current head coach at the University of Northern Colorado, Troy Nickerson. March was a special month that brought the conferences and NCAA previews and recaps, as well as NCAA official and Johnson City native Matt Sorenchinski. What an experience, but I, I don't think it ever gets easy. Um, but I, I think it's just, you know, preparing and preparing and preparing and then being confident in the preparation you know you get out there I've been there before you know the hardest times is the first couple times you know and we also brought on Binghamton's Micah Rose and experimented a little with a YouTube episodes as well late spring and early summer we broke down and hyped up the freestyle and Greco events ranging from journeyman's Wranglemania to New York State's Northeast Regionals to U23's Olympic team trials and etc our guests were Skyler Grote, Carter Schubert, Max Gallagher, what does Suffolk County wrestling mean to you? Um, I mean, it's an honor to like wrestle for them and there's great history and want to go to States and get to wear that singlet. So it's an awesome feeling. 
just to represent them and be one of the best guys from Suffolk County and Long Island, it's a great feeling. And our first guest to announce his college commitment on the show was Carter Bear with Binghamton University. Speaking of Binghamton University, we brought on Coach Borshaw for the, this season's preview. Shortly after that episode, we brought on Fargo National Champion Zach Ryder out of Mincing Valley. He came on to talk about his title run. It means a lot because like, I get to motivate the guys from my school, Mincing Valley, and all of New York to just go out and hopefully bring better kids to – not better kids, but like just bring more kids out there because some kids might be scared. And now that they see a New York wrestler just won the whole thing, they're going to go out there and give it a shot. So it means a lot that can inspire some kids. We also had on Olympic team and world team member Jesse Porter who came on to talk about his progression through COVID. When you're on top of them and, and you, maybe, you know, your, your butt muscles aren't really warmed up well and you got to lift again and again and again. You know, if I, I'm thinking about my why during the match, I'm thinking about my why. I'm thinking about why I'm doing this. I'm thinking about my largest ultimate dreams and goals and how they connect to what I'm doing now and how I win that exact moment, right, to get closer to those goals, right? That's what I'm thinking about when I'm tired. That's what I think. That's what I'm thinking about when I need that one more lift. That week, we also had the man himself on, Scott Green, who came on to talk about America's team down at West Point. Love the sport, right? Be an ambassador for it. Um, when you get to college, and I'll tell guys at West Point this now, like I did at, at Binghamton, is like you you have to to love the extra workout. If you're dreading it, it's not going to work out. It's 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 not going to happen for you, right? Like the best kids that I have coached everywhere that I have been, I've had to pull them back. I've had to tell them to rest more. Um, I've had to tell them to to recover, to focus on recovery, to take time off. And our last episode was late October after Camp Catcherbone put the nation on notice and made his run to a Super 32 third place finish and committing to the University of Michigan. Um, I just think the time is right. I, I proved that I belong with the best in the country at um as, as a sophomore. So and I'm, it's only up from here. You compare me to six uh, this morning. I'm ranked third in the country on flow. You know, not even what what is it? So it's October. So about six months ago, I was ranked third in the state. I was third in the state six six months ago. Now I'm third in the country. So if that doesn't if that doesn't show anything, then um I don't know what does. And then between having our high school wrestlers on and doing a few recruiting profiles slash class pound for pound rankings during the dead period of NCAA recruiting. We had several D one coaches reach out to us looking for contact info. That alone was a rewarding feeling. Sadly, our weekly recaps had to stop and it's not because of the Willie slash Corby breakup style that's going on Twitter right now. It's because our man, Zach Rolf made moves in the wrestling world and it was named the assistant wrestling coach for the Elmira men's program. Therefore I decided not to do weekly previews or recaps as nobody would want to listen to me ramble on for over an hour. As for the interviews, I try not to bother the coaches and wrestlers during their respected seasons. Um, you know, obviously they're busy and of course I'm busy coaching as well. So I'm not trying to, you know, put them on the spot and try to find a perfect time that works for both of us. Um, I will be getting a few out in the next month though. So stay tuned. One of them actually is a uh, Brockport state's old coach, which you're going to want to listen to that one. Now let's go into the 2021, 2022 season. First college. It is refreshing to see our D3 programs on the mats after missing last season. Coach Bevenzi has his RIT Tigers ranked 14th in the country. And as far as individual rankings, at 125, Brockport State's Matt Kakamizi is 8th. Cortland State's Jaden Cardenas is 8th at 133. 157, RIT's Caden Winter is his first. 
165 RITs, Austin Lamb is ranked at ninth. 174, Oswego's Charlie Grigas is sixth, and Cortland State's Demetrius Henry is eighth. Up at 84, we've got Ithaca's Ezzy Chuck Woozy is ranked fifth. And up at 285, Brockport State's Richie Knapp is ranked 10th. The ECWC, which I believe is the Empire Collegiate Wrestling Championships, um, don't quote me on that, uh, they're taking place next Sunday, the 16th, hosted by Ithaca. A few of the matches to circle on your calendar are Brockport State travels to RIT on February 2nd, so a little Rochester battle. Um, then the classic Ithaca versus Cortland duel is February 16th. Some schools seem to have different spectator guidelines, so I'm hoping I'll be able to attend few of these events um, I may or may not have snuck into Cortland State's Fieldhouse for the finals of the New York State Collegiate Championships back in November so I guess anything's possible I suppose I'm loving the schedules our D1 programs are having this season with a limited season last year and no Ivies we were robbed of watching Columbia and Cornell compete I was able to make it down to Cornell's first duel this season as they hosted Stanford in a Rob Cole homecoming what an event that was the Big Red really knows how to pack a good crowd into the Friedman Center and make a great atmosphere out of it little bummed I kind of went down with two tickets and I only ended up using one um, so I guess I could have picked up random person on the street and brought him to a great event but anyways speaking of Cornell Mike Gray has the big red heading in the right direction recently we were able to watch them take on Penn State UNI and Virginia Tech at the collegiate duels in those duels we saw Vito make his debut back down at 125 low take out Hunter Bolin up at 184 and while we also saw Foca and Cardenas came up just short in good scraps with Carter Stracci and Max Dean. The last half of Cornell's schedule is EIWA heavy with hosting Army West Point and Binghamton. Now let's talk a little high school. Finally, November came and a real high school season was here. With the new season came new weight classes. They were, of course, the same as last year, but many schools and counties did not participate last year. Obviously, we as coaches wrestlers, fans, and parents have to take each week one day at a time as we don't know if events are still on or if kids are going to be quarantined. Therefore, even though we are over one month into the competitions, we still haven't seen most teams lineups at full strength. This has also forced some schools to strike while the iron is hot. It would be nice to attend all, as many tournaments as I can, but as a coach, I'm pretty busy during the season. And, uh, but thankfully, NFHS and YouTube, I've been able to watch a lot of random duels throughout the state on a weeknight or a few tournament finals on weeknights or weekends rather. Um, speaking of content that Zach and I did over the summer with class rankings and recruiting profiles, I was able to attend what might be the toughest in-season tournament in New York state, the 64th annual Windsor Christmas tournament, which was held last week. Teams from section two, three, four, five, six, eight, ten, 10, and 11 were in attendance featuring many sectional champs, state place finishers, and multiple state champs. Though the tournament didn't allow spectators, Coach Nolan and his crew did a great job of having updated brackets online and streamed five mats on YouTube as well. In attendance, I saw college coaches from Elmira, Cortland, Citadel, and one or two others that I'm forgetting. I was able to link up with Zach, who was doing great things down at Elmira. He has a small roster on the men's program, but they're having a ton of success at tournaments. Coach Griswold has the women's team heading in the right direction. I was able to watch their first home duel that they streamed, and the atmosphere was electric. I also chatted a little bit with Connor LaPressi, who was the assistant coach at Cortland State. I got to have this guy on a show. His energy is contagious, and his love for the sport is creating a buzz down there in Cortland. Some of the upcoming events to look forward to as far as high school goes, we are now into January. Wrestlers who are taking advantage of the plus two pounds made their descent, and things are starting to get real. 
Again, taking it one week at a time, but at the end of this month, the 29th, the NISFA Dual Meet Championships will take place. And the 2022 NISFA Championships are still set for the end of February. Now, I won't leave you guys hanging it for another two to three months, but thanks again for listening to another episode of More Wrestling. Peace out.